I want to be in your pocket. I know it sounds weird, but hear me out. Go to the Apple App Store or Google Play and download the Vitruvian Lab app. This is the only app you need to improve always in all ways. Check out the Vitruvian Library, full of scientific research on health, wellness, and other great stuff. Check out my library of courses, including Massively Transformative Habits. Take the free mindset assessment. Also, shortly, I will include weekly guided training videos geared towards fitness to help you extend health span. I will be constantly updating the app with new features and courses geared towards helping you develop the absolute best version of yourself. Don't wait. Go right now. No, seriously, go and download the Vitruvian Lab app and start improving always in all ways. Now, enjoy this amazing episode of The Jason Wright Show. All right, so one of the things that you guys have heard me talk about a lot on the podcast is a growth mindset. And I know it's kind of cliche at this point. It's It's been done to death. Everybody talking about Carol Dweck's famous book, Mindsets, and then that's where this whole idea of having a growth versus fixed mindset came from. But one of the things that I have done in my research on this topic is I've dug a little deeper on the elements of a fixed versus growth mindset that you don't readily see. You see, a lot of times we get kind of hung up on this idea that if I have a fixed mindset, that just simply means I don't think big enough. That means that I just kind of think, well, I can only reach so far and then I reach a ceiling and that's it. I'm either born successful or I'm born an athlete or I'm born not so good, not so coordinated. I'm born to make money or I'm not, whatever. But there's really more to it. And the thing is, there's so many different facets of a fixed versus growth mindset that if you can really start to dig in and understand them, then you can change all sorts of areas of your life. You can actually take better chances, take more chances. You're not afraid to take risks. You're not afraid to enter relationships. And in fact, you're not afraid to do the work that it takes to actually grow a relationship. So here's what I want to do today. So as kind of a little free advertisement, if you will, I'm giving you for free one of my previous mastermind lessons on a growth mindset that I did for the Vitruvian Lab. I wanted you to get not only an understanding of what kind of courses and what kind of topics that I'm teaching on the Vitruvian Lab, but also if you got nothing else to do today, why not listen to the Jason Wright Show and grab a growth mindset? And at least at a minimum, with this one lesson, this one podcast today, I want you to have some understanding of how you can do some self-reflection and some self-evaluation and maybe tap into those things that you need to work on. And if you decide, hey, man, this was kind of a blind spot. I mean, I mentioned in the conversation, or excuse me, I mentioned in this particular lesson, I had just been interviewed by James Altucher, one of the most successful guys on earth. I mean, for all intents and purposes, basically a polymath, uh, 2023 polymath. The guy is a grandmaster chess player. He has been a television producer. He has managed hedge funds. He's got one of the most successful podcasts in the world. He is a New York Times, Amazon best-selling author multiple times over. And he, when he started to truly evaluate this idea of a fixed versus growth mindset, he realized, oh my gosh, I actually do have quite a fixed mindset. Now, this is one of the most successful people that I have ever met. So if you are someone who you think you got it all figured out, you think I'm good, I, I, I think big, I set goals, I make the dream boards, I do it all, understand a fixed mindset can sneak up in places where you least expect it. So I hope you find this useful. It's my gift to you. And if you like what you hear, please 
Check out jasonrightnow.com. Go to courses. Look at the Vitruvian Lab. Look at the topics that I'm covering. I'm always going to be adding to the catalog. I'm constantly adding new courses. And if you want to work on whatever you might be struggling with, if you want to do some personal one-on-one coaching, I am going to start offering more of that. I'm probably going to open up a few spots here pretty soon for some more personal coaching. And if you're interested, just fill out the contact sheet and let me know what you're working on. And if I think I might be able to help you, then we can discuss that. But for now, enjoy this special episode of a little segment of the growth mindset course that I teach in the Vitruvian Lab. This is how you identify a growth versus a fixed mindset and some things you can do to overcome a fixed mindset. Hope you're having a great day. Never stop improving. Always and always enjoy the show. Welcome to Evolution Video 1.2. This is the second part of our Massively Transformative Mindsets, which is essentially fixed versus growth mindset and understanding just how adversely a fixed mindset can impact us. And I want to tell you something. This is something that a lot of us don't realize. I was interviewed by James Altucher. If you don't know who James Altucher is, he's a New York Times bestselling author. Has He's the host of my favorite business podcast in the whole world, The James Altucher Show. And we get to talking about a growth versus a fixed mindset. And James realized that whenever he first read Carol Dweck's book, all of you have the PDF of this book. I'm going to include the link to purchase the book, but you've got the PDF there. So you can just kind of skim through it and add this to your library. But we're talking about this book on his podcast and he said, this book is not really useful for me. And then he ended up reading it. And then what he noticed after reading it and understanding all the different facets of a fixed versus growth mindset, he realized I do have, in fact, a fixed mindset in a lot of areas. We tend to want to shrink this idea into if you're a big risk taker, if you're very successful at work, if you've been a successful athlete, if if chances don't, taking chances doesn't bother you. But I can assure you there is somewhere else in life where you have not practiced a growth mindset. All of us, it's all, it's universal. We all we're in, well, it's not an either or. You're not all fixed. There's somewhere in your life. When you learn to read, you grew. When you learn to tie your shoes, you grew. When you said yes to that question of, will you spend the rest of your life with me and get into this adventure that we call marriage, you grew. You had a growth mindset. So it's neither one or the other. We all have elements of both. But I want to discuss right now some of these examples of where the adverse impacts can actually show up. So let's get into this. I've got a presentation here. Let me switch over. Bear with me. All right. First of all, I should have reversed this actually. If you have a fixed mindset, you're probably not going to take as many risks. And so therefore, as a result of not taking as many risks, you're going to limit your number of opportunities in life. That's just a, that's just a, a given. And I put here the college major. All right. So When I was an undergrad and it came time to declare a major, I decided to be a communications major with an emphasis in journalism. Was this because I really wanted to be a journalist? Nope, not at all. The reason why is because in communications, you don't have to have that much math. You don't have to do a lot of math. And I was of the belief, fixed mindset, that either you're good at math or you're not. And I was not going to do anything that had to do with math because I was not. So then I get into the communications department. I become a journalism major. And guess what? I was pretty good at it. I was good at news writing. I actually looked across the hall and saw the the, uh, broadcast journalism department. I thought, man, that'd be fun to be an anchor and read the news on on television. How cool would that be? 
But guess what? Fixed mindset shows up again. Didn't do either of those because I thought to myself, I'm a first generation college graduate from, from Sulphur Springs, Texas. I'm going to Stephen F. Austin State University, not exactly a school where they recruit a lot of journalists to the newsrooms of the New York Times. Everybody would love to do that, but I can't do that. You're born in New York or go to Harvard or Yale and you get those jobs or you don't. And I wasn't one of those people. So my fixed mindset said, you can't be a journalist. So I didn't do it. And I got to brag on my daughter who just graduated from the University of Alabama, she, like her dad, is not good at math, but she stuck with it. And she became a graduate of the business school at the University of Alabama. I just want to say that her mindset was, I'm not good. She knows she's not strong in mathematics, but she knew she could get through it. And she did it. Whereas her dad was an example of the fixed mindset that said, I can't. And what she also knew is this. Just because she struggled didn't mean she was dumb. It just meant that this was an area where she would have to struggle a little harder. If you have a fixed mindset, this is going to suck a lot of the enjoyment out of life. One of the things that a fixed mindset will do for you is it will make everything a struggle. If something doesn't come easy, you will think, I'm not good at this. And so therefore, there's no value in the struggle. One of my favorite books of all time is Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. In this book, Viktor Frankl, a clinical psychologist in Austria around the time of World War II, he he discusses how when he was ripped from his home and separated from his wife and their unborn child, which he would never see again, he gets thrown into one of the concentration camps. I don't think it was Auschwitz at first, although he did spend time there. People were able in the most horrid of circumstances, if they could find meaning in their circumstances, if they could find meaning in, if I can get through this horribly hellish day, that gets me one day closer to my family that I believe is waiting for me outside these prison gates, then I will do that. None of us are probably going to end up in a concentration camp. But if we can find a way Whatever process we're in, even if it's a moment of hell, a growth mindset allows us to figure out how can I find some enjoyment in the growth that I'm getting from this moment. The process is just part of it. That's what this is all about. If you can start to develop a growth mindset, then every moment, every day is a part of this process. That's not a zero-sum game. It's not win or lose. You're always growing. You start to happen to the moment. These moments are just happening to you. A fixed mindset is going to cause great frustration. One of my favorite television shows of all time was Seinfeld. And one of the greatest examples of a fixed mindset was George Costanza. George Costanza was always trying to convince people that he was something that he was not. He was Art Vandelay, the architect. He was a guy that was, he would never reveal what he scored on his SAT or ACT scores because if he did, obviously he didn't do very well. So that would lead people to believe he was dumb because he judged who he was based on those scores. And therefore, there's example after example of George just becoming frustrated because he was always trying to overcompensate for who he really was, this fixed mindset. If he if he wasn't naturally smart, gifted, wealthy, successful, then he would have to come up with all these ridiculous stories and everything to create the facade that he was something that he was actually not. This can cause enormous frustration. There's no risk in watching a new movie, but we enjoy that novelty. But there's also these types of novelty that scare us. 
that frighten us. And if we've got a fixed mindset, then we're always going to play it safe. Our brain will tell you, hey, whoa, you're probably not going to be good at this. And if you're not good at this, because it's something new that you don't know, you don't understand, if you're not good at it, then you might be rejected. If you're, and if you're rejected, then you might be kicked out of the tribe. And, the tri- and being our ancestral brain is such that if you're kicked out of the tribe, like back in prehistoric days, that meant that you were going to die. You only live with you're in the tribe. So our brains are wired to only like really safe novelty. They don't like the type of novelty that could cause us a lot of trouble, that could cause us to look bad. But if you can overcome this, then you can say, no matter what is happening, I'm going to learn to enjoy the process because win or lose, master mastering this task or not, there's something to learn and I will grow from this experience. And that goes to the next slide. Less overall growth. A growth mindset allows you to grow as a human being overall. And in fact, that's what this is all about. That's what I want for you more than anything throughout the course, throughout this, this entire course is that you come out the other side and I'm, I'm giving you all these tips to be a more optimized human being for better growth. Your mind, your body, your spirit, everything is for overall growth relationships are much more fragile whenever you are in a fixed state. Look, whenever you get married, two become one. And if one of those or both of you have a fixed mindset, then here's what you're going to do. You're going to be one of those couples at some point that says, eh, I'm just not in love with her. Eh, I'm just not in love with him. So therefore, call the lawyers. That's a tragedy. A growth-minded person will say, wait a minute. Is there a chance that we can make this? It might be terrible. We might be at the rock bottom of this relationship. But we don't have to stay here because we weren't always here. As we look over the course of our life, we weren't always here. So is there a chance that we can at least start to grow a little bit back towards where we were? And if we really put our time and our energy, if we look at those those little people we created that are part of both of us, do you think since we did that, maybe we could go on a date? once a week for the next 30 days? Could we try that? You know, I've heard that feelings follow action and there's a thing called agape love, which is active love. And could we do that? Yeah, we can do that. We can grow from where we are. Okay, well, let's, let's give it a try. Instead, instead of just saying, well, I just don't feel those butterflies when I see him anymore. I don't feel those. I'm just not attracted to her anymore. So it's over. It's, it's a zero-sum fixed game. This can be, and here's what'll happen. This is where couples that... When the when, I, when you hear the honeymoon is over, the 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 what is it the bloom is off the rose or whatever, I probably said that wrong. This is a scary thing because if you're trucking along right now, and you just came back from your honeymoon and it's still euphoric, you never fight, you just so in love, you can't imagine him ever raising his voice at you or you or him or why why. If the first time you ever find yourself in an argument and it just shatters you and destroys you because you think, oh my God, we hit, where does this, 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 oh, he hates me. She hates me. Hey, that is a sign that there might be a little bit of fixed mindedness going on in this relationship. You got to nip that in the bud. You got to go, whoa, whoa. One fight doesn't define our relationship. Our relationship does not hold, is not held by the thread of one disagreement. You see, this is one of those areas that a lot of people, they they tend to forget about. They tend to forget that, you know, a growth-minded versus fixed-minded 
happiness doesn't just come in the form of, am I going to take on the challenge at work? Am I going to become the chess player I always wanted to be? No, sometimes it's in moments like this where we go, you know, wait a minute. Just because we had a fight, just because this big thing blew up in our marriage, it's just an incident. It does not identify our relationship. Our relationship is more than this one battle. Our relationship is made up of far more than this one disagreement. That's what a growth-minded approach to relationships will will give you. Less mastery. Let me tell you something. You got to be willing. Look, one of my favorite quotes of all time was from Zig Ziglar, who used to always say, anything worth doing is worth doing poorly. You're going to have to be willing to put yourself out there to do something poorly for a little while so that you can eventually reach mastery and be really good at it. Tiger Woods was not, his when he was like three or four, swinging a golf club for the first time, he was not that great at it. Eddie Van Halen, when he used to sit, while all of his other friends would go out, he would sit and be willing to suck at playing the guitar in his bedroom until he could get good, until he could get mastery. And here's the cool thing. When you start to enjoy mastery, then you can become virtuoso. That's the money. That's where real growth takes place. But if you have a fixed-minded outlook and everything, you go, well, I'm just not musically inclined, so therefore I'm not even going to try to learn one note. Right over there is my guitar. And let me tell you something. My fixed-mindedness says I will never be good at playing that guitar. I will never be able to play the songs that I want to play. I will never be able to play uh, Going to California by Led Zeppelin for my youngest daughter at her wedding because it's one of her favorite songs. But how cool would that be if dad rolls up with that guitar and I crush some Jimmy Page acoustic style going to California on my guitar? That would be awesome. Now, the fixed-minded Jason says, no way. I'm not musically. I'm not a guitar player. But the growth-minded Jason says, but I can pick up that guitar and I can learn one note. I can master that note. And once I've mastered that note, I can master another one. And then before long, I can master every note in Going to California by Led Zeppelin. And I can just master going from one note to the next, one note to the next, one note to the next. I can do that. And having that mastery, mastering that one note will give me the dopamine hit that I need to go to the next note. And before long, yeah, I'm playing the song horribly because I've mastered the notes. Because my growth mindset said it's about a process and it's about mastery. If you can't master the whole song, master one note. And then when you master that note and you enjoy that, go do it again. Overcome the novelty or get embrace the novelty. Embrace the causing your fingers to contort in ways they never had before. The, the pain on, that, that causes calluses to form. In the new, embrace that. Build resistance. Then get the skill. Then reach mastery. And then crush going to California by Led Zeppelin at your daughter's wedding. You're the hero. You're broke because you spent all this money on the wedding. But nevertheless... You rocked it out. That's what it's all about. Come on. Come on. If you have a growth mindset, all these things, you are a problem solver. 
you realize that no, no, no matter what you faced on this list, you look at everything as a solution. I don't know how I'm going to be a better risk taker to allow myself more opportunities yet. I don't know how to make life more of an adventure. I'm not an adventurous person yet. I'm tired of being frustrated. I don't know how to overcome this frustration that I just, I'm not a guy that can sit down and crush reading a book in one day. This is Jason Wright. I want to be able to read a book a day and I can't even read a book a week and I'm frustrated, but I'm just not where I want to be yet. Everything's not a zero sum game. It doesn't matter if someone else succeeds. I'm okay with living by that quote. There's no limit to a man's success as long as he doesn't care who else gets the credit. I'm tired of living of there's no limit to my success as long as I get the credit. No matter what, whether it means destroying my competition, turning my back on my coworkers, stabbing people in the back, as long as I look good, I'll be successful. Fixed mindset, fixed mindset, fixed mindset. A growth mindset says I want everyone to succeed. A rising tide lifts all boats. I believe that. I trust it. That's a growth mindset. I enjoy this process. There's learning to be done here. It's not just about winning the national championship. It's about building up towards the national championships, about building our bodies, about learning the plays. It's about enjoying running those routes. Man, boom, nailed that, nailed that. It's about enjoying the process. It's about growing. I know that even in this most mundane process, I know that this will help me grow. I know that having to record a presentation for the ninth time is going to help me grow. Wow, the relationships. I hope that that one kind of got some of you. I hope to goodness there's someone that you found yourself in this course that you're like, wait a minute, Jason, you You mean there's hope? You're darn right there's hope if you're willing to have a growth-minded approach to it. If you're willing to just sit your significant other down, whether that's your girlfriend that you wanted to marry, your fiancé, or your husband, or your wife, that you think there is no hope, there's always hope as long as you allow it. Always. You decide. You get to decide, can we grow from where we are? And look, sometimes, here's what we do. We don't want to grow Because we think that growing means, you mean I got to go straight to the top of the mountain? No, you just have to take one step closer to the mountain. That's all you got to do. Less mastery, go mastery is a dopamine driver. It will flood you with dopamine. When you get really good at something, it feels awesome. You know, like when you, if you've ever played baseball, whenever you swing and boom, it hits that sweet spot, you don't even feel it hardly. It's like a little tap on your bat. Or you hit a golf ball, I don't play golf, I'm terrible. It has nothing to do with a growth or fixed mindset, I just suck. I don't care about being good at golf, growth-minded or not. It's not worth my time. But the few times I've played, whenever you you step up to the tee, you drive the ball, you can hardly feel it. Oh, When you can master something, it feels good. Oh, and then the cheesy ending, let's grow. Sorry, I had to put that in there. Look... I get fired up about this stuff. Let me get back to you. I get fired up. I get excited because this is something that has been so beneficial and so such a game changer in my life. Adopt now. Say today. Today, I start to adopt a growth mindset. And I'm not just going to be cynical and go, no, I'm confident. I've got it. Have you? I mean, look. No. Yes, I will grant you, each and every one of you that has taken this course, you have 
some element of a growth mindset or you wouldn't be in this course, but there's somewhere that you could probably apply it and take yourself to an even higher level of human optimization. You could even soak more joy, more fun, more adventure, greater love and relationships out of this life if you will just start to go, how can I grow in this relationship? What am I telling myself? What limiting beliefs do I have right now where I'm saying, can't do it. I'm not that guy. I'm not that gal. I can't do it. No. What if you just said, can't yet? Not yet. Not yet. And I don't have to ever be a virtuoso. I don't ever have to reach total mastery of the entire process but I can get better. It's worth it for me to get better. It's worth it for me to get better at this small, small piece of the puzzle, master it so that when it's all said and done, the entire puzzle comes together. All right? Keep going. Keep growing. A growth mindset has changed my life, and I know it can change yours. Keep going. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the show. It means more to me than you can possibly imagine. And if you enjoyed it, please consider going out to Apple and leaving us a five-star rating. That would mean the world to me. Also, follow me on Insta at Jason right now. And don't forget, download the Vitruvian Lab app. I mean it. I want to be your personal peak performance trainer. I want to help you improve always and always. Lastly, check out my newsletter, The Vitruvian Letter. You can subscribe at jasonrightnow.com. And until we meet again, please continue to endeavor to improve always in always. I'm out. <laughs>